0: Welcome to Oregon Rooted, I'm Higher Peaks, and this is Lady Sativa, you're listening to The Dirt Show, where we bring you Oregon's cannabis culture. I know my water bills went way up. I've been using more than I, I thought I would. Um, have you been able to stay growing through the uh, hot months here?
1: I have been. Um, you know, yes, I have been. Feels weird.
0: Just because of the heat or because you're doing it or?
1: <laughs> Both because I'm doing it. You know <laughs> I mean. The market is so dead. You know, and to be dropping three and four hundred bucks on electricity every month it feels feels kind of weird. Not just that, but like you know, environmentally, I'm running air conditioners and shit. I've never really run this much AC, anyways. Actually, my my electricity intake is a little bit down from what it was because it's a little bit more efficient. But I don't know. Uh, like I've got uh, stuff going where I just I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. We'll
0: see, <laughs> well, you're doing it. That's good. I'm doing it. Yeah, have you noticed? Like, I was thinking about it, uh, coming home today before I was talking to you. I was like, man, you know, it seems like either I have done a good job at unfollowing the right people, or it seems like maybe some of these crazy fly by night breeders have calmed down a little bit. Am I just, yeah, am I crazy? Yeah. Or
1: <laughs> I feel the same thing, I think the same thing. I'm not sure what happened. I, 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 you know, I was getting a bunch of heat there. It wasn't that long ago, a month ago, and I, uh, I reposted that thing about, you know, following somebody you don't like as a mental illness, and things after that just stopped. Everything just stopped. I don't know. I stopped getting, you know, tagged to weird shit, and <laughs> I don't know. It, it's been weeks. You know, I've had any drama come up. I think people are just so fatigued too. In general sure but um, social media man fuck well yeah um and
0: in the last like i don't know few months i've been purposely like unfollowing the ones that are blatantly obvious not to follow sometimes i get caught up with people following me and it's like man you gotta keep that gotcha. filter going <laughs> gotcha yeah um so, what kind of work you've been putting in? Is it is it for the lines, or are you just uh, doing stuff personal, or what's going on? Catch us up. A little bit
1: of both. A little bit of both. I've got um, trying to do an S one on these Coco kush. Uh, I did have a successful reversal. I've got uh, both of the males that I reversed are producing pollen, but it's such a touch of minimal amount, uh, so we'll see how it. You know, this is my second or second plant that I've attempted to reverse. I think it's like the fifth or sixth uh, reversal attempt that I've done. So I'm still kind of a novice at this. Um, but, the the pollen sacks or whatever, they don't have a little dangly part that they do on a regular male plant. Okay. They just, they, they open up, but they don't dangle. So they don't like flop in the wind and they, they struggle to release that pollen. Huh. Um, so I've uh, a couple times now I've gone in there and plucked them off with the tweezers and collected as much as I could, and it looks like I've got a couple successful pollination sites. But as to whether how many I'll have is yet to be seen. Uh, and then I've got a couple other tester things going on, um, a couple things with DJ that we've collaborated on nice. using those cocoa cush nails. And then I've got my personal stuff going out my smoke it's been really nice to be able to produce my own smoke again i went a year and a half two years there no i wasn't able to so that's been my i've been getting the most fun out of that to growing my own smoke
0: yeah it is <laughs> it's i don't know i prefer it. it it's gotta suck not being able to i've been lucky that way but were you going like pardon me for asking or whatever, but were you going to dispensaries or
1: how? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I was scraping the bottom. I was getting kickdowns and shit from friends and stuff, but, you know, I was smoking a lot. So, I remember one time I had an incident where I went to this one shop and uh, they um, you know, they, they they keefed it. I mean, I used to sell weed, you know, I've grown weed for years and years, so I know that Nugget looks like and man I was disappointed <laughs> yeah I had a little freak out and that had, it never happened to me in the, on the black market because so I was freaked out and I was like man this this is in the legal market it's the most worst <laughs> I've been more ripped off in the legal market than I oh yeah
0: was. <laughs> <laughs> uh I it's it's hard for me to go to dispensaries I still do occasionally not for flour anymore of course but Right, you know, edibles. I mean, geez, man, it's it's so hard to get for me anyway. I homogenizing, not getting something that kicks my ass or, or is too weak, you know. So I, I do like the edibles. I do buy at the dispensary, but are you
1: a med patient?
0: I should be, you know, but I haven't. I guess I'm lazy, man. I I saving that tax money would be huge. It's expensive. Yeah, it's like twenty seven percent or something.
1: Um, I, I don't remember. That's right. I think that they, they, did they do they still restrict the milligram amount for med versus rec
0: It's weird. It depends on the edible. Like if it's a child like edible, so if it's a gummy or something like that, yeah, they restrict it to a hundred milligrams. Which, I mean, I guess I can see. You know, if it oh, does, 100. yeah, to a hundred milligrams per. I mean, obviously, you can buy a, a buy up to five units per day. So
1: <clears throat> five. Why? Go ahead. I think back when I was buying them, they were restricted to like 25 milligrams. I see. So 100 milligrams will do you. You get two of those, right?
0: Oh, well, so then if you don't get the gum, I do like the gummies because they work quick. I like the sugar base, um, obviously not for health, but for the, you know, edible. But actually, if you get something different, like the syrups, which they don't consider to be like a child issue thing. So if you buy the syrups, you can get up to a thousand milligrams in those. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's that for me, that's too much. I uh, prefer like I'll buy a 250 milligram syrup and then I'll split that between two nights. So I'll split, you know, 125 twice. And that seems to be the most efficient, uh, affordable way to do it. 100 milligrams is nice, but like you said, he said, what, you get two of them, and it's like, yeah, 200 milligrams is too much, but a hundred's not enough.
1: Yeah. 200 would put me down, for
0: sure. Well, yeah, and then I get a massive hangover in the morning where I just don't want to get out of right. bed for three hours, and it's like, that does not help the day. <clears throat> but um, that's really all I buy. You know, I've noticed, though, lately, just messing around with these autos I've been screwing with, they don't obviously put out a lot of volume, and so... Uh, I haven't been getting my chin, but you know, it's not like, I guess I always thought I smoked a lot, but it's funny when you grow for yourself, you don't probably need as much as you think. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't grow a lot, but it always seems to be available that I've, the stuff I've grown. So (laughs) I don't know. I
1: tend to smoke a lot more when I, when I grow my
0: own. I see. Like, like joints and stuff or.
1: no. Just quantity. I uh, like the bong. You know, I'm a classic bong boy, but I'll do joints every once in a while. But I just, uh, I just, when I, you know, when you buy it, you know, it's like you, you're smoking your money. And I have that mindset, but sure. growing it, I just am like, oh, it's free reign.
0: Right. So, like, you smoke all day, like,
1: as much as you I do. That's I, good. well. I've, well, I've got a pretty good routine, actually, finally, in, in my older years as I settled down. And uh, I, I wait until usually around three. I um, My routine, I found that it's best that I conduct at least one activity first. You know, so like I'll get up and have my little morning ritual, whatever smoothie. I'll go to the post office is what it usually is. Um, the store on the way back or something, you know, get my food, my dinner stuff prepared. And then, you know, once I've got the main bulk of the outside chores done for the day, I'll, I'll come back and kind of. And smoke a little bit.
0: A little Usually bit. A little Literally. bit. You said it was a lot.
1: <laughs> I start with a little bit. I see. Uh, so I'll, I'll smoke like a, a bong hit at a time, but then you know, I'll, I'll go back and, and smoke about every 20 minutes, 30 minutes when I'm going.
0: Yeah. So I mean, like, can I ask you since you're a, a, a bong person, um, do you do the one hits or do you just pack it and just hit it until it's gone?
1: What? I've never understood. i never understood packing a b- bowl, smoking a you know a, a, <laughs> a charcoal bowl.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Never understood that. Yeah, especially when you have the option in a bong to really you know clear it every time and whatnot. So <laughs> yeah, I've never been a big bong guy though. I don't know if it's my lungs or what, but it just wow. Oh, so what do you do, joints? Yeah, I'll do joints, or I mean, joints I, I, are I'll, harsh. It, they can be. That's why, I mean, you, you definitely want to smoke good joint weed. Um,
1: and well, as, far, as far as for lungs go, uh, joints just blow my lungs out. A bong, you, it's like <clears throat> you blow it out and you cough, you cough all that shit up and it's kind of done. But a, a joint, <laughs> like, <laughs> you just keep going and going. Like, <laughs>
0: I hear what you're saying, man. I hear what you're saying. I think sometimes, and this is just, you know, uh, speculation, but I think sometimes it's almost like if you get the technique down, it's like whether it's bong, whether it's bong or joint or whatever, if you get the technique and the skill down, it's like you can minimize that stuff. But if you don't have the right technique, it can mess you up. But I don't know. That's just, I don't know.
1: I think, I think that's right. I think, um, you know, Growing up so poor, I right? just you never lose that mindset, and um, so every time I roll up a joint, you know, it, my or <laughs> just smoking, it, it's just smoking. Period. Like you, you know, you you got one chance to fill up the lungs at a time, and you got to put as much in there as possible. That's the point. Yeah.
0: Well, absolutely.
1: So, <clears throat> yeah.
0: You have to have a good bong, though. Too, I would, I would definitely challenge the idea that if you. That different bongs perform differently and i think that having a good performing bong for your lungs is probably a good thing too
1: i have, i'll give a shout out to this ball i forget i didn't know that it was not a famous bong maker but it's like a famous commercial bong maker uh, judah was the one that oh it doesn't have the name on there i thought it could read the name but it's got a little symbol on there and i bought it because i could tell the the dynamics of it that it was going to function but when Judas thought he was like, "Oh, that's one of those, you know, so and so And I was like, oh, "Oh, okay."
0: So, so it was like it was a shelf one; it wasn't custom or anything, right?
1: Nah, just nah, shelf. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I break them, break them too often. Oh, I get it. This this one I've had for quite a while, though—five, six, seven years or something. I
0: don't know. How big do you go? Is it like a little one-footer or <clears throat> two
1: foot? I think. Oh, nice, <clears throat>
0: nice. Man, you're doing good with them lungs at your age, man. Jeez,
1: <laughs> I'm maintaining. It's true. Wow, As, uh, I quit smoking the cigarettes. Remember, like in oh, 2021, yeah. I smoked for 26 years. And then uh, something oh. happened after I quit smoking, where like, you know, you get some lung capacity back, some kind of a rejuvenated sense of you know, determination. <laughs> but but I also developed some breathing problems too. So it's just been kind of give and take a little bit.
0: You mean since you quit smoking?
1: No, that's why I quit smoking because oh. I developed because of the, what, what I assume was COVID. You know, I have what uh, I again I don't have health insurance, so I've never got a hard diagnosis. But you know, it seems pretty obvious to me that uh, some kind of asthma, COPD thing. Yeah, it's pretty pretty typical from uh, COVID. So got it. I had to quit smoking. I so I was unable to breathe properly at a normal rate anymore. I quit smoke, I quit smoking weed too. Um all that and cuz I had moved and you know and it just things were up in the air. Yeah. I quit smoking weed for like 9 months a year.
0: Uh, how did that go?
1: I uh, I couldn't smoke. I just couldn't smoke uh, uh, along with the so what what was happening was that what I think was happening was that it was a neurological reaction, which you can, you know, normal with COVID, it does impact the neurological functions of the brain. But, um, so I was smoking and, uh, well, I am the, the isolation of the pandemic to just everything in that time during that time, of mid 2020, I think it was, um, but I think I had contracted the COVID and every time I would smoke, uh, my anxiety went up, you know, which common it wasn't it wasn't ever anything i had to pay attention to or worry about but something happened in 2020 where it was it was just enough to where it was uncomfortable and then you know i was uh, you know i'd smoked my whole life both cigarettes and cannabis my whole adult life 26 years um so i uh couldn't stop i didn't want to stop so i kept smoking and it just you know, I was unable to regulate whatever was happening neurologically or physiologically. So I quit. Um and that sucked, but uh <laughs> but it didn't suck as much as not being able to breathe from those panic attacks or whatever it was. So all I can assume it was. Um but because I didn't have the uh the hard diagnosis of COVID, um So, uh, it sucked, but, um, and I did a restrictive diet. We talked about this. Yeah. yeah, I I did that restrictive diet at the same time for about a year. And then that helped self quite a little bit. And then I'm assuming that again, no hard diagnosis, but, uh, some of the kind of Crohn's disease or stomach digestive issue that I probably had my whole life was triggered during that time in 2021 for the stressors or whatever it was, COVID or uh, whatever, um, and then, uh, so the restrictive diet, uh, and that helped kind of readjust the, whatever, uh, my anxiety, neurological, and my breathing got back to, and so I started smoking weed again, and then it was probably, yeah, it was around four or five months after I smoked it, started smoking weed again, where, uh, uh Moose, Star seed company a buddy of mine in Michigan, um, kicked me gave me those mushrooms we were talking about last time and those were what kind of just kind of sealed everything back into place, that, you know, and I've been slowly clawing my way back to my health since that. Um, so that's oh. how that went. Um,
0: how has that lung issue like subsided some or
1: it, some it has, it's, it's manageable, but I still have what I consider to be full blown asthma. Um, and I don't know much about asthma, but I, I did do some research where I found out that it can be uh, impacted by neurological uh, conditions. I don't know. I'm you know, not a doctor or a scientist or really capable of understanding that, that science very well, but I do know that it's impacts neurologically. So, um, uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but, um, yeah, I, I I still have it. I just, I, I it's manageable now. So That's where I was going with it. I can manage it. I can cope it now. I understand the triggers, you know, uh, the, a lot of the stressors. Um, and the, again, the mushrooms are helping me with a lot of that, just the, the diet and shit. But the mushrooms are what I think solidified a lot of getting me really back on track and getting me to understand what my body was asking for and not asking for.
0: Nice, nice, nice. I was going to ask you about your journey with that. Do you want to talk about it? Sure uh well so you say, so you said we'll start off with that you say it's like uh got you more in tune with what you're needing as far as your body or
1: yeah absolutely and I think that's a, a real benefit of you know what those those tools are for you know getting you in touch with your body I think and just your surrounding and your environment the trip being alive uh the mushrooms, in particular, I think what it is for me, you know, they they push me into this realm of just this really, you know, open, empathetic type of spot. That that along with it comes this just heightened sensitivity. It's super like, <laughs> and and in that sense of spot, I just have no patience or tolerance for bullshit. Yeah. So like, I try to like you know lift the veil or be in denial about something. The mushrooms are like no. Nope. <laughs> no, don't confront it. Yeah. You, know, and you confront it, and there it is. And you're like, okay. And then you confront it, and then you place it. And you're like, okay, yes, I feel this way. And then you act upon those feelings. And <clears throat> like <clears throat> like uh, we were talking about uh, some of the experience I had with the, that second batch of UFO. But uh, one of the things that came up in that was that, uh, you know, I had bought ice cream just recently for the first time, and fuck, I don't know two years three years or something wow you know i'm kind of over that those types of, of, of dietary binges i still binge and stuff but like the, the bad shit like dairy or yeah. i mean cheese I, I tolerate cheese but milk or ice cream like that's a heavy binge for me and yeah you know last week i was like you know i was craving it and it's for me in my recovery um, process it's Everything in moderation, including moderation. So, when you feel yourself that angst pushed into a corner and your you know, craving comes up, and you you feel like you can tolerate it, go ahead and like, give it a try. So I go bought the fucking ice cream. <laughs> that shit, man. I know that's what pr- what what really pushed me over the edge. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, thought to myself, I'm you know I'm never eating ice cream again. Yeah. You know and. In my my rational state of mind, I might not have come to that conclusion. I might have just tolerated the issue and been like, "You know," but now I'm I might never buy ice cream. (laughs) 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 So that's what the mushrooms can kind of do for you. I think you know they they help you understand like that. You know, you're doing this thing to yourself that maybe you shouldn't be doing.
0: Yeah, that that's that's a thing. It's a big thing. And I think that people like you that work with that or use that benefit a lot. But I think there's a lot of people that are afraid to like navigate those things as they come up. You know,
1: it's uncomfortable for me. The one like I think the example for me that people might be able to relate with is just kind of the I mean, the the indigestion issues from ice cream aren't really that traumatic. But I think as we all, all of us go through life, we accumulate this baggage of this trauma of actual trauma. Sure. i um, confronting that can be really uncomfortable. Um, so I understand the resistance, but I think that it's like, I don't know, the analogy of flying comes to mind because it's like, if you're a bird flying for the first time, I bet you lifting up off the ground after you jump out of the nest or whatever, but lifting up off the ground is probably really confusing and scary. You got to jump into the wind. Right. You know, And instinctively you'd probably want to go with the wind and run with the wind, run away from the wind, but you have to run into it. Sure. And once you jump into it, you get that lift. And yeah. once you get that lift, it's <clears throat> it becomes cathartic. And that's what I realized, you know, when I started taking the mushrooms that, you know, <clears throat> the first couple of times are a bit can be scary and, you know, but it's cathartic afterwards and then you start craving it so that's when the journey begins i think
0: absolutely and if you're uh like it's weird um i think it changes over time too like if you're yeah going into it like you're doing it it changes for you over time and so a lot of that stuff that you get confronted after the first, second, third, fourth, fifth time, or whatever, it, it, that stuff changes, and it becomes—I don't know if you get like—I don't want to say used to it, but it becomes something where, like, I don't know if you expect it. I mean, I don't know. Uh,
1: it, it, it's containable, manageable. Like yeah. I said, you you put the thing in its place, right? And then it it goes where it's supposed to go, and then it, you can confront it, and then, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> move forward with the trip <laughs> let me ask you have you tried both macro and micros or where are you sitting on the dosage for for you personally
1: um for me i have yeah i <clears throat> i've always been kind of i don't want to say lightweight i think what it is for me is that i've just i super in tune with what my what i feel in my body extremely mm-hmm. in tune with it um like and I've always just been like very physical, um, very capable in my body. So I just uh, uh, for me a macro dose of these, these penis energy are nothing like the mushrooms I used to do when I was a kid, the golden teachers and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think liberty Cats was pretty common too. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so one point six grams, two grams of these
0: peanuts. I mean, a macro for me. Um, <laughs> it's a macro for most. <laughs> and
1: that's kind of where I'm sitting for a macro. My tolerance yeah. is pretty, pretty high though. So, um, cool. Yeah. So,
0: so you, now let me, uh, before I forget, this is a question I wanted to to ask pretty much everybody is that, have you found that mushrooms are best enjoyed with a slight tolerance or with a tolerance?
1: absolutely yeah I, I, I think there's absolutely no doubt about that and I yeah. I think that um, one of the things that might uh, um, what's the word uh, discourage people from getting into this is not understanding that it took me uh, a full uh, 12 16 18 months to work up to a, a tolerance tolerance dose that was um, functional for me that actually did something besides just, Getting me off, so to speak. Right. Um, you know. Um, you know. The first. Uh, well, the first batch that I got was those funky ass albino uh, <laughs> from from Blue Star, and those yeah. were weird. They they were just so. Uh, just there was MDMA. I couldn't believe it. Um, hmm. And so, but <clears throat> but still, it, it, you know, there was a feeling out period of those. Like if I would have eaten a gram of those off the bat it would have been intense okay and it took me a good solid four or five months to work up to that point um but uh under a gram didn't really do much for me you know like you're saying it was more of a macro Mm -hmm. it wasn't really until i got up to like 1.2 1.3 where i started you know i had having trips or these breakthroughs i was like oh fuck and these doors would open you know and i'd (laughs) be like okay life is beautiful again like right but it took me a while to get to that point. Um, if I would have just jumped into that, I would have had some pretty intense experiences that might have been a lot more uncomfortable than they were if I had not worked up to
0: it. Yeah, I agree with that. Sometimes, I mean, you can traumatize traumatize your own self like that. You know, it's. Uh, I've and seen people, especially with like with acid. You know, you overdo acid, yeah. and and man, that's a long journey that it's gonna be. Yeah, <laughs>
1: so there's a, there's a great trick that yeah. I had figured out myself with mushrooms, which, which is a little bit different than acid acid. A lot of these other stuff you can't really do, which is that mushrooms have always just really relaxed my body. Extremely like it. mm-hmm. some of the most comfortable um, falling asleep that I've ever had has been mushrooms. A lot of times I can't sleep on them. But right. knowing that what I did the first couple times because I was nervous to take them that I took them right before bed. You know, and so that if I had a reaction that I wasn't comfortable with, I was comfortable oh. enough that I was pretty sure I'd be able to slip into some slumber, which did happen the first couple of times. I just fell asleep. Huh. So I, I got to experience almost more of this placebo uh, effect before I, so there, you know, there's there's tricks that people can do to, to, sh- to start taking them um, if they're uncomfortable doing it. And I just... I encourage that. I wouldn't normally encourage that. I don't usually encourage this type of behavior, but I think that we've entered a new point in our evolutionary process where I think it's time um, to start it. And mushrooms in particular, I think there's the, what is it, neuroplasticity? Yeah. That comes along with the uh, mushrooms that I think that we desperately need for the survival of our species right now.
0: I think so, So, too. I mean, we've got so much thing so many environmental things like you know uh, mental health is an issue for everybody really uh and not only just trauma but like um you know thought loops and and uh just yeah we
1: need that ex- we need that extra boost of mental capacity yeah. to actually contemplate what's happening right now there's too many people that are oblivious including myself like all of us could really be Benefits and a little bit of extra mind power, even if you're the the smartest fuck in the world, be a little bit smarter. Those aren't the the right words, you
0: know. I'm no, I I get it, I get what you're saying. Even for myself, you know, I've I'm a long term, you know, alcoholic, and so I've had I know I've got some (laughs) brain physical trauma there, you know, and mushrooms not only have helped the addiction, but also um, have helped. you know, with my ability to retain
1: things and, um, you know, focus. I'm, I'm, I credit them for being the, what, I don't know what word to use, but the final, I mean, I was really struggling getting my, uh, my physical health back. So being able to just breathe, I'm just going to say it just like that. I was having the problem. I was at a point where I needed inhalers and I don't have insurance yeah um that's brutal. And I don't need inhalers right now so good uh, yeah and I credit the mushrooms for being the the thing that finally helps me get that neurological and my phys- physiological state of being back into my own control
0: that's pretty cool man along I, with a
1: lot of other things you know like yeah. I, I'm still on an extremely restrictive uh diet um, staying active every day mm-hmm. so
0: yeah Yeah. And I find that that's, I actually prefer macro doses for myself over the micro doses, just because like, I feel like they realign me a lot. Maybe I need the jar or something, but they realign me more solidly than like micros over a few days. Um, if I start feeling like I'm you know getting you know getting thoughts or patterns that I used to have with my old addiction and stuff like that all I have to do is just take an evening and do my
1: mm-hmm.
0: a little session and man it just really realigns me for the next yeah. three months um
1: I, I think I'm at the same point too I'm struggling to find the you know the kinds that I can like I can only eat right around like one six one seven I'm gonna push it to like one eight one nine but it, it it's in between one seven to one nine. I know it's like it's it's, tri- it's tricky. Yeah.
0: Well, and the thing yeah, is, is batch to batch could be different. It's so oh, I wish we had some sort of simple testing that we could at least get a general idea. Uh,
1: I know that's the complaint. Uh, asking you about mescaline a while back. Right. I haven't, I, haven't, I only did that once. It's much younger, a bunch of times, but one batch.
0: That was good, that was good. Did you? I was gonna ask you about that. That's something I haven't experienced yet, but I've heard both good and bad. Like, probably well, it gets back to you know, probably the set setting and the amount that you took,
1: but right. And we mixed it too. Uh, we mixed it with
0: two CB. What? So, were they all positive experiences though? Yeah, cool, absolutely. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: that's good. I uh. I've never done pe- peyote either, uh, or ketamine, um, anything like that. Uh, so I, 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 really don't know. It'd be an interesting try. Um, That's right.
1: Yeah. I've never done uh, ketamine
0: either. Uh, I know it's, it's weird because that stuff is, uh, because that stuff is, um, what do you call it? Uh, can be like a disassociative. It can be like, it's a different, I guess. I imagine <laughs> it's different. Uh, not, not the mescaline, but like uh, ketamine and stuff. Um,
1: buddy of mine said that he didn't like it. He got the, the you know, pharmaceutical or whatever, you know, he got it from his, his
0: doctor. Yeah. That's the other thing too, is because the, it's federally scheduled different. A lot of the, some of those are, and you can just get them through like freaking Facebook and a, quick consultation over the internet man
1: right. well he got this you know from his actual doctor as oh a, i see but he didn't like it I don't yeah know, and, um, I don't, he just was
0: uncomfortable i've heard a lot of that i've also heard that the people that it does help that you have to continue taking it like you would like a antidepressant or something it's not like a mm. like with mushrooms at least for me and a lot of people i deal with they you know they're not a all the time thing um especially if they're macro doses, but even the people that micro dose, it's not a constant thing. It's a cycle of sorts. Uh, and a lot of people that I've, that I've helped with mushrooms, you know, they're not long-term people, man. They, you know, they f- get fixed. <laughs> mm-hmm. They move on. Uh, what I'm I do- at
1: a point now where I'm almost recreational with them.
0: Well, that's good because if, if you can get there that that means you've done all your work, man. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I've been experimenting with like not smaller doses of, of LSD, but like just one, one and a half tabs. And they've actually, that journey has been pretty decent. I don't like it, you know, uh, LSD on stronger levels. Uh, but. Man, just uh, just on a medium level, I've had some really good work, especially with my addiction. So I've been kind of experimenting with that. I don't... The mushrooms jar me, whereas the LSD kind of float me through things.
1: <laughs> no, it's the same with the LSD, though, from batch to batch.
0: True, true. Um, and I do tend to have better experiences with the gel instead of the um, the paper stuff, the old school paper. But
1: All of the good shit for me, the mushrooms and MDMA, they all, all of the good shit feels pretty much the exact same thing. Mushrooms is a little bit different. Mushrooms is a little bit more in the body. It's got a little bit more of a euphoric body than LSD mm-hmm. and MDMA. Agreed. But really, all three of them, when you hit the right batch and, and you know, your diet is in the right place for that trip or whatever. They all feel basically identical to me. It's just that super endorphin, uh, uh, you know, release. Comfortable. Th- Music is awesome. All lighting, you know, colors and all that shit. <laughs> do, you, do you
0: like doing them at night or daytime or how, how do you do it? How do you plan for it?
1: The mushrooms? Yeah. I prefer to do them at night it's quiet you know. i know nobody's gonna knock on my door nobody's gonna call me
0: right yeah and i, I nighttime tends to bring out the visuals some
1: right um all, all the every all my work is done you know i usually have work if something's not work i don't want to call it work but i have shit to do until around seven to eight every day sure so and i've made that mistake before i know better than you know like oh shit i forgot to do this and i'm Ripped on, you know, sure, and I gotta like go water something. It <laughs>
0: that's that's where I mess up on the micro doses. I'll be like, well, okay, I'm gonna do a micro dose for this afternoon, right? And then I'm just gonna chill through my my work. You know, I'm just gonna kick back and turn on the music and just float through my work. So I'm gonna take like, you know, seven eight hundred milligrams, and then th- half hour later, I'm like, well, that afternoon is shot now. <laughs> I ain't gonna get nothing done. <laughs> uh,
1: so um tell me about these stormtroopers.
0: Yeah. Do you like those?
1: I don't think I've tried those ones. I just saw them on your page. I think I you said that they're becoming your vastly new favorite.
0: The stormtroopers are? Is that I what I, are that. You, I, th- I I think those that. were the S the uh either the Tall Moon or the S V sixteen. Ah the stormtroopers are from my first when I was first learning, and those are a solid like solid rotation. The stormtroopers are a lot like the Texas Nexus, and the um, and the UFOs are just uh, solid favorites. Um,
1: yeah, those Texas Nexus I think are they're up on on the the uh, my favorites for sure. Yeah, so it was the moon quickly becoming your favorite. What are, how new are those? How long have you had those? The
0: Natal moons. Yeah, those were from my. You know, that was from my. So I, I've, I've acquired. We'll say I've acquired two separate large batches of genetics, and the second batch that I got what, that came from. So it's my most latest genetics, and so that's why I'm just starting to get those in, but. Man, they're just so gorgeous, and they're just very strong. Um, You know, you just, uh, but they're for me they're they're uh, really clean. And what I mean by that is a lot of these new genetics I've been getting are are free of that anxiety on the come up and come down. Right. It's, it seems like some of the older genetics, especially the wild sometimes, even though they're easy on you, some of them, man, like you just get this, like I do, I get this like five or 10 minutes of this anxiety buildup and then it's like it crests and mm-hmm. then it's like, I, once I get to the other side, then it's like, ah, oh, smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. And then I get through the three, four five hours of the, the trip and then I'm coming back down and then for whatever reason during that half hour come down, there's like five or 10 minutes where it's like this like the plane landing man and the tires yeah. are hitting the ground, er, you know, and then you come to a halt. It's like something like I that. Only,
1: I only get it on the come up and I wonder actually, you know, hearing you describe it cause I don't get it on the come down. I see. But, but, um, I'm wondering if, if it's uh withdrawal, you know, I'm a, re- I'm a recovering addict too and I will be for yeah. the rest of my life. So, and, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, from what I understand from withdrawals, like it can be triggered, you know, at any time. Yeah, uh, um, you know, like nicotine's maybe a better example, something that more people can relate with. But uh, you, you have nicotine that uh, uh, cravings for the rest of your life. Sometimes they can be quick. Sometimes you can sense them coming. Sometimes they'll be longer and drawn out
0: yeah well and i mean it could be withdrawal from the transition or something like it sounds exactly. like it seems like it's just that transition up or down for me that can be tough sometimes and then
1: well there's an anxiety what's that anxiety yeah can trigger can can trigger that um potentially fight fight or flight withdrawal response sure yeah. it, for me i think i i you know it doesn't actually feel like withdrawal um does it feels for me it's more like anxiety um i want to say panic attack but since i had my first panic attack a couple years ago now i know what they are it's not a panic attack Mm -hmm. Uh, it's more of like an anxiety attack and for me they're a little bit longer than 10 minutes or in you know 15 maybe 30 minutes
0: yeah
1: yeah and then depending on like uh you know uh like the other, the other night my ice cream trip or whatever it, they, it didn't really go away but I attribute that more to like you know, having this physical shit that was going on that I was uncomfortable with yeah it could so pretty be much that whole trip was just kind of
0: sometimes you can get <laughs> hyper focused because of the mushrooms too yeah. because your brain is so on fire and so on point that you can get hyper focused on the wrong thing but yeah, I'll tell you I I, I seek the, the strains that that don't give me that anxiety. Um, although I don't mind it, what I do, honestly, what I really do is I, that's when I smoke the cannabis is I will wait until that anxiety starts to kick in and I'm like, okay, here's the come up anxiety. All right. Well, I'm going to smoke. I don't, don't smoke it to get high. I just take one or two hits because when you're on mushrooms, you got to be careful when you crossfade (laughs) like that, man, that'll, that'll give you like three extra levels on the mushrooms. You start smoking weed like that, but I just take one or two hits and it just enough to calm that anxiety as I go through it. And then same thing on the way down, on the way down, especially it helps because on the way down it's, it's calming down, not coming up. And so you can smoke an extra couple little hits and
1: not. Is there a particular kind that works better? Strain?
0: Strain? You mean for mushrooms or weed?
1: Well for that come up and come down anxiety. Uh,
0: well there's certain mushrooms that don't do that to me and then there's like cannabis definitely have to have that indica but um Um,
1: yeah but uh, on the on the come down once i start coming down i i cannot believe i've never smoked as much weed as i do on the come down and it it, (laughs) i do
0: that that's what i say coming down i can you know you can actually get into the weed smoking because you're and out of it. and I love it.
1: It's enjoyable. Yeah. For it me, is I'm like it, it it keeps it keeps wrenching it out either another notch. Like, it, it does. It,
0: it, it, you, you just yeah. want to be careful. I've <laughs> I've been peaking you know, on 5 grams, <laughs> hardcore grams of mushrooms and then made the mistake and took a hit and oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, it's I, I wouldn't recommend it during the peak. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh
1: but, Unless they're the Texas Nexus.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. So those stormtroopers are like the Texas Nexus. They they just treat you good, you know. They don't hit you. They don't smack you in the face, and but they don't let you down. And uh, so I keep those going. Um, yes. Yeah, so the, the, yeah, those. And
1: I want to try try these natal moon you got. Some yeah,
0: I, I you definitely will. Um, it's weird, and this is all uh, just. Just thoughts. This has, there's no truth to this, but I've noticed for me that I enjoy the particular strains that have a certain hue of blue. Now, I know you're going to laugh at me on that, but um, what I mean by that is sometimes, uh, well, all the time, mushrooms, as you cut into them when they're fresh, psychedelic mushrooms, most of them will turn blue uh, to to some degree. Um, that's the oxidation happening to the the compounds, the alkaloids. And, um, I've noticed that two hues do me well, the, the kind of the light, what I would call a, a, a sky blue, those, those, that sky blue happens a lot in the albino, the, like the sapes that you got, those super albino penis MVs. Mm-hmm. The regular albino penis envies, a lot of the penis envies have that sky blue coloring to them uh, when they're fresh. And those seem to do real well with me. And then the, like the PE6s, those penis envy sixes, they have this really almost black blue and those do me real well. But there's this in between dark blue that just, just seems to be like I don't know and I and I guess I attribute probably those color changes means there's different ratios of those alkaloids whether it's silicin sure. or baocystin yeah. or whatever there's there's different ratios and I'm just maybe just more keen on the ratios found in those lighter colors or the dark dark colors um I don't know but as they dry right. unfortunately they all start to look the same <laughs> so right you don't um, see that, with
1: that- would you say that dark blue is um, more of a violet
0: yeah it is it's a real dark dark deep yeah blue um and you'll get those on the pe6s man some strains will just get black too it'll just look like they're almost too too much like you just whoa i don't even want to touch that yeah um but yeah, most of the, the spongier ones like the apes, they are nice and light blue. And same with the Natal moons, that light blue, you can even see it almost on the skin of them on those Natal yeah, moons. Yeah, they very,
1: very pretty. Yeah. Right
0: on the stipes, they just get this real nice light blue, and I, they're, they're good, man. They're <laughs> So
1: um, you like those for potency?
0: Potency and, and the high, too. It's much more like the... Um, like the SV, SV-16 cross. That SV-16 is a very popular uh, albino. It comes from a line of the SV-10s. I think there's an SV-12, SV-16. And um, that SV-16, I got very lucky. I don't know that anybody else has it right now, at least know what I knows. Um, but it's the SV-16 crossed with that Nautilensis. And I've just had such good good experience now personally with that that nautilensis um psilocybe you know that it's just so much better and in, in terms of it's all visuals and really no body lag at all um so mix that with the sv16 which is a cube a Cubency, and you got two of the two of the families mixing there and it it's just that's all I've been taking lately is the Natals, the SV16s, and the Nautilenses. So oh. uh, and I don't know, it's just how I prefer it. I some like I think some of that body lag I like sometimes because it gives me pain relief, but it also sometimes there's certain strains that just make me curl up in bed and not want to move.
1: What do you mean, body lag?
0: Uh just like um like you know, if I took like three grams and I'm trying to take a walk down the street I feel like I uh, just yeah. can't do
1: it you know what I mean yeah, like I, I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. fuck I don't even yeah, want to yeah. get up yeah the really good ones for me are like I said they're like MDMA they make me want to dance yeah yeah And
0: Maybe then I your get, whole
1: body feels good you know you're excited
0: yeah and then I get some strains like that like the Natals and the SV16s where I'm just like I want to take a walk I want to do shit yeah. I want to get out there and like experience shit so uh, again, I like both ways, but lately I've been preferring to have the more active, uh, visual cleaner feeling. I feel like it feels cleaner to me.
1: I get so few visuals that then I've always been like that my whole life. I've never really gotten visuals.
0: I bet you if you pushed it to three or four grams, you would.
1: <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> I would. I'm sure you I get would. your
0: reality broke down. I've pushed it too far. I, yeah, man. No, so, you know. When you start I, mean, watching, I know I
1: would, but I, so what kind of visuals do you get?
0: It depends. I've had ah. all kinds, like so, like with the wild. Okay, call me crazy, but it's almost like there's this built-in information in these things, like, and they all have their own like story or something. But like with the wilds, like with the Fijis and the Costa Ricans and the the, the uh, Golden Teachers and all those guys, um I get this like. I get a lot of visuals, real clean visuals of like old tribal hieroglyphic or like Native American triangles and colors and squares and shit. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, I'd just be, uh... real
0: ancient pictographs and cave drawings and Native American artwork, all this really like historical shit, man. It's crazy. And, and all these patterns and stuff. Right. So like you can open your eyes and like your walls are just filled with like native American patterns and shit. And then like, um, some will give me like these eyes. They freaking give me this like weird, like 3d look. So like when I look at the wall, it looks like it's going inside of itself infin- infinitely. You know what I mean? Or like I look at the floor and it breaks up into squares that then go into themselves infinitely.
1: Or, yes, like a like a mirror looking. Like an infinite
0: mirror. Have you seen those? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. know. So higher. like those zai Zaji, It's real hard for me to walk around, even though I'm like really yeah. up and excited. And
1: that's at like three and four or five grams.
0: That's on that was on three grams on the zai Zaji. Just three grams, but man, grams. like every flat surface broke down into smaller versions of itself and then inside of that inside of that inside of that and so i'm like fuck i didn't even feel like i could walk across the floor right because it was like infinitely down
1: i do i do get vertigo i've gotten vertigo
0: which i wanted to ask you about that too um uh, but i will tell you some of my favorites have been on the albinos and when you really push those i've noticed i get
1: a lot of geometry in some Geometry, I I get all the time. You close your eyes, you know, and you get all the patterns and shit. That yeah. I get, and the and the breathing is pretty common too. That like, when, like when I really pushed it in the past, things will breathe really heavily. But that's about it. I've never hallucinated. I hallucinated one time in my life. Um. Uh, the other day I did get the crystallized shit, and all that. And that was oh, yeah. pretty cool. The prisms and shit.
0: I think but once it's you rare.
1: get, it's so rare you
0: just need to push it farther when once you get past the geometry and stuff like that and the patterns you can start like there was one time I took five grams and I laid down in bed and it hit me so hard that um I initially started by like I was building these like spaceships it was like this space theme and like I was building these spaceships right down to like the electronics and the detail and the arms and the hoses and the engine everything all in detail too was really intense uh and then once i got past that like there was one time i i have taken seven grams and that it's the closest i've ever been to like what i would call ego death or whatever all my all my memories and all the knowledge that i felt like i had in my head Started to play in front of me, and all those memories started to crack and break away and fall off. And as they were falling off, I was forgetting them and shit. It was so intense. Basically, when I was done, it was probably as close as you can get to a K hole, I imagine, without being on ketamine. But I just really felt like there was nothing left of me, and that there was no, I didn't have any kind of sensory um, input,
1: right? I had that happen, but it I didn't consider that was hallucinations. That was. I, I had an episode of psychosis that time. <laughs> Ooh, well, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> all sorts of dreams, like it's all sorts of shit, but I, I never considered those hallucinations. Yeah. And I guess they were, but. I guess
0: the point being, though, is that each strain, or it seems like each different kind, or even each different situation present presents something of a different type of
1: you know, a re- reoccurring thing for me is uh, feeling like things are like 30 years old or whatever. Like everything looks like it's like from the 80s and it feels like it too. More when I close my eyes. But then the, every once in a while, it's real intense. Like I'll open them and things just have this look or feel to them. where I guess all my shit is really old. <laughs> it is. It all is all from the See, 80s. it's
0: telling you the but, truth, but, man.
1: <laughs> but but there's this feel to it, though, where it's like I actually feel like I'm back in like the late 70s or 80s. It can be a little bit intense. It's really enjoyable.
0: Though. You're like, this is the, the,
1: the mushrooms be
0: knowing the truth. <laughs> Traveling through time. Uh, Those feel like time travel. My big thing I've noticed is that my vision gets so acute most mm-hmm. of the time. That everything around me looks dirty, or misplaced, or mm. or or misplaced, s- yeah, yeah, somehow cluttery, even though it's not. It just seems like I get this such intense focused vision that it, like it it picks out every little piece of dust and and dirt and crack and this and that. And so I'll literally before like if I'm going to do a big heavy macro dose, yep. and I know what I'm going to do that evening, I will clean my yep. Bedroom, or wherever I'm going to do it, I'll clean it all up nice just so that when I'm full blown in the trip, I'm like,
1: God, I this the, is so dirty. I do the exact same thing. It's now weird. It's a daily routine because you know, I'm, I'm taking them three and four days, five days a week. So it's pretty much every day. <laughs> you know, as I'm going through my day, I'm like, oh, nope, can't leave that there. Later. Just, you know, nice. My house is clean. I've, I've always been clean, but I've definitely kept it up. Uh, Ratchet it up a notch since I started. There.
0: That is awesome. They have this wonderful way of making you look in the mirror. I'll tell you. Um, I was going to ask you before I forget too. You said you get uh, vertigo or dizzy. I sometimes. Now, yeah, well, I've talked to people in the even people that I know now that still use them. I've they say the same thing that you say that they're extra sensitive, like they're. Their senses are much more sensitive on mushrooms and stuff, um, it seems like. And those same people also tell me that they get dizzy or vertigo or whatever occasionally. And I'm like, I wonder if that's because of your sensitivity, because I've never felt dizzy.
1: Possibly. I don't know why it came to mind, but just my mind, just how my mind works randomly. But I wonder how many of us that get vertigo or get dizzy have tinnitus. Do you have tinnitus?
0: Do I? Not that I'm aware of.
1: Oh, God, I got it so bad. Fucking, it's brutal shit, dude. Really? It's horrible.
0: Where'd you get that from?
1: Uh, I think it was from an incident. I don't know how it works, but I think it was from an incident of a damn firework. I just remember, you know, playing with the firework, having it go off in my hand, and hearing being like something was wrong in my ear. It was ringing, wouldn't stop ringing. I freaked out. I was like six or seven, freaked out for hours. Like, I, I remember going in the bathroom and, like, dunking my head underwater and, like, blowing my nose and I couldn't fix it I was never able to fix it and my Uh, ears have rang ever ever since
0: both sides
1: Uh, it's internal it's inside the brain
0: yeah oh
1: man that is brutal it's torture it's fucking torture I mean you get accustomed to it but like like when you think about it or at certain times like on mushrooms or when things get quiet when you're laying down it's fucking torture
0: oh I bet I was just gonna say when you lay down and everything starts to quiet down it probably becomes hell um, things
1: you can do. So I think that's a big part of the reason why I smoke so much kind of but I that. do attribute it to like a t- certain type of an inner ear damage or whatever which I think might attribute to a vertigoer and I have um, vertigoer and in inner ear which is aside from when I'm not on mushrooms
0: so. yeah oh man that's brutal man don't go on any tight ropes
1: <laughs>
0: right does cannabis ever give you that feeling
1: absolutely does that's why i I, i'm i'm adamantly opposed to uh heavy lemonine um and i I don't like train wreck Uh, i don't like the acdc i have a hard time smoking my own rosemary anything high in, in lemonine will trigger my tinnitus so i've just avoided it in most all of my breeding projects
0: man at least you know that
1: yeah i mean it wasn't too hard for me to figure out <laughs> when, like I, in my early, you know, late teens, I'd be sitting around getting stoned. I'd be like, What? Huh? <laughs> yeah, what you, what? Huh? I couldn't hear people. It's so just fucking ringing in my ears. Oh, no. It's not just the ringing in your ears. There's a lot of other symptoms that come along with it. There's some physical symptoms that come along with it, too. So it was just super uncomfortable. So I was like, Fuck that shit. I don't want like to smoke that.
0: <laughs> and then at some point, you just realized it was the limiting in that, those strains.
1: Yes, uh, and I think a lot of other people have realized it too. Uh, limonene used to get the bad rap, but I think since we really started doing the terpene profiles, we've realized it wasn't necessarily limonene. I think it was limonene in conjunction with a couple other things, and I think pinene is really the main, my main one for me that I've um, uh, identified. I just say limonene out of habit. That's what we uh, um, identified first with the limonene, but I think I really think it's pinene, and apinene. And those
0: other. Now, those are pretty common ones in a lot of cannabis,
1: yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Bodie's pine saw is an example that comes to mind off the top of my because that's the one that I did work with that I tolerated. But my other plant was it I couldn't smoke it. The progeny, the key lime chem was dank, though. I did like the way that it mixed. But no, Ed, that pine, is it's highly set after, and it's a pretty common one. I think it's a dark star, another one, I think.
0: That's good evidence, though. <laughs> There's some uh, definite entourage effect there.
1: <laughs> well, the uh, diovasculator and the, I forget the opposite term, but uh, it um, expands and contracts the blood vessels, and you have blood vessels in your ear. So I'm assuming that's what triggers it think that the lemonade would be a Vasco dilator I think mm-hmm. smart word for some of your audience members that can look up be <laughs> <laughs> like hey that guy's smart
0: <laughs> <laughs> you be in the know
1: so you're going on um, autos this year huh?
0: well man look you know I I, <laughs> there's many reasons to that for one I, I feel like I, I feel like I feel stagnant on cannabis in the sense that I've done a lot of things with photos, Um grow methods, you know, I've done salts, I've done organic, I've done living soil, I've done, you know, I've done a lot, a lot of stuff, all with photos. And I I was under the illusion because I've been doing this since like, 1999 really 2000 i felt like you know i i know fairly well what i'm doing and then i'm like you know i've talked to myself i'm like man i've never touched an auto so do i really know what i'm doing um you know like i don't feel fully rounded unless i know how to you know work as many ways as i can with the plant and so and I learned really quickly that I'm right. I don't know shit about cannabis as a whole. And I'm getting my ass spanked with these autos right now. <laughs> uh, um, uh,
1: they're tricky to grow from what I... They're tricky... They're tricky, to, tricky to source and they're tricky to grow. From what I've heard.
0: Uh, they're tricky. They're, they've got their own set of... of of guidelines of pickiness, you know what I mean? Whatever. Like, just like photos, man, you know, they are their own beast. Um, and it took me a lot of years to, to get comfortable, at least in some of the methods that you can grow in, whether that's indoor, outdoor, whatever, or substrates. But, um, you know, I, I know photos well in terms of what they like and what they need in general. I mean, obviously there's strain specific stuff, but in general, I know how to be a good grower of a photo, especially if I know it or have grown it before or grown it before, obviously. But man, I just don't know shit about autos. And there's a lot of problems with that. One, there's not a lot of good autos out there. Not yet. Now there is, but I mean, not a lot. Um, There's some good stuff. You got to know how to source them. You got to know how to source them. Uh, And just like with photos, genetics are Most of it, like you, the genetics really is the the starting point. And so I've grown a lot of bullshit autos over the years and never considered it experience at all. And this year I'm like, okay, I'm just dedicating the year to these autos and I'm going to try them and just do it and learn whatever I can. And, you know, I'm learning their guidelines, like what they like and what they don't like very quickly. Um, i You had
1: good success.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've had like out of... I've done one, I've done like 15 now and like six of them have come out with like three quarters of an ounce. These little fucking oh, right. tiny yeah, little yeah. things. L- low producers. Yeah. Well, that's because of what I did to him, man. You cannot stress an auto. You just can't. I mean, you can, right? but every single tiny piece of stress because they're so fast every little tiny thing that happens to them has a, like literally a visual effect. I mean, like it, it hurts it bad, you know, or like with photos, you have enough time to recover usually, um, for the most part on certain things, but just one little thing, will throw it off. And then you just, if it can screw the whole run. Um, and so like six of the 15, I did screw up. I mean, they just look so small and I only got like three quarters of an ounce, maybe an ounce tops. And then the Pretty other, common like,
1: from from what I've seen with auto.
0: Yeah, but well, then the other nine, I'm getting you know anywhere between two to four ounces.
1: Yeah. In, in like you know seventy days. Yeah. Um, when you find the one that works, but then the thing is, is like you can't ha- you can't clone auto. So. You can
0: There's so there's a lot of issues. One's is you can't clone. Two, uh, you run in. For me, I ran into you know uh, herm issues way more often than right. autos, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you can't clone them. You can't, you're, you're at the mercy of a pheno hunt every time. Right. Yep. And, and that's a, that's a tough one because it's
1: really tough. It, it seems like it's much more of a hobby type of thing.
0: Well, and so that's where the place is, you know, is honestly for, for, for beginners, uh, or people yeah. on a, on a back porch, people with limited yeah. space people with yeah, yeah. you know limited light uh light schedules limited money should, i mean i should
1: try it i should try a couple on my back porch i've never grown them either
0: that's the thing is you know they they grow so at least the ones i've had recently like i'll be honest i'm just gonna plug them atlas they've got some great autos man and um they they barring that you don't mess them up during the process uh, and just let them do their thing without any any stress they they'll come out in anywhere between you know three to six ounces no problem and, and it's amazing you can do that in like 70 days yeah. <laughs> uh 72 73 sometimes I've even had one i had I had two ounce i had a two ounce plant come out in 62 days and that is from time of planting I didn't even I didn't even, uh, quote unquote, germinate them. I took them, planted them in the pot. This is indoors, though. Right. Planted them in the pot and started watering them. And within 63 days, had two ounces from the time of that planting. So, I mean, it's crazy to see that happen. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And I'll be honest, uh, out of the 15, about five of them came out fire. I mean just looked good terpenes were great good strength to him good smoke i really enjoyed them. the balance of them came out mids you know and so that goes back to pheno hunting though right like uh if you're at the mercy of a pheno hunt every time you're gonna have some that come out you know top shelf and you're gonna have some count kind of mids you know yeah or or they're just gonna come out with a variety of different you know uh traits. Um, and only a handful of them are going to come out with the ones all together that you like. So, uh, I don't like that. You know, I don't like being at the mercy of having to fino hunt every time. Um, but that all goes back to like we just said, you know, it's for beginners, for people that have a porch, you know, you want to toss a bean in the freaking soil and just, there's no time for bugs to bug, to, to hurt it. There's no time for any kind of like big things to happen to it as long as you water it and you got it in some good soil. That's all you need, man. <laughs>
1: oh, son of a goddamn bitch, dude. What's that? that? fucking power. My power just went out again. It keeps going out. Oh, shit. This is the third time this month. Do you got to go? Yeah, there's nothing I can do. Oh, okay, sit in the dark.
0: <laughs> Take some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: got, uh, got a fucking 120 goddamn clones going
0: well see that's the thing So, and you can't clone and you can't save like you can't do a clone only or you can't save that one that you've been pheno hunting for the last three years so uh, but you know for like old people think about this man if you could buy some affordable beans you know I might even get like an older person that's not even into it just growing them for the looks man or even the smell can you imagine that some old person like I love the smell of that little purple plant and just grow it for the looks (laughs)
1: So, you know what I gotta do though? Is, uh, I gotta fill my bathtub up because I got 120 clones going here.
0: Oh, I see what you're it, saying. All in right. my
1: clone machine. Oh. Uh, so, in like the next in the next 20 minutes or so, I'm gonna fill up the goddamn bathtub. And then I, it's the third time it's happened. And so, during this cycle of these clones. And so, now I, I have to take them, switch them to the bathtub. They said that it's an uh, underground wire at the substation. That's um, scary. It's our local substation here. But if you look at the Oregon uh, map, you can look right now uh, for al- uh, electric outages in Oregon. I'll show the outages that's happening right now in Roseburg. But you'll see most likely what I was noticing when I was checking this shit out last week is that there's gonna there's probably at least one other outage in Oregon right now. And they're saying that these, like they said, it's a, an underground where I think it's fucking rolling blackouts, man. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, brown, out blackouts. I think they're doing them to because the grid, the infrastructure grid, is for shit. And this this weather is dangerous. I will have to get going here in fifteen twenty minutes. Okay. Well, it sounds like cold. you got
0: that that bathtub that you you got. The,
1: yeah, but so the problem with that is the bathtub like, tech.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got that. I'm not. I don't, I'm not comfortable with that water. Only um, <laughs> half of that. Are rooting right now. Yep, half of them rooted really well, um, and then the other half didn't. And I think that's because I have them sleeping in the bathtub. And
0: man, the there, they aren't rooting. There is nothing the there, but there's nothing wrong with a little hydro <laughs> bathtub. <dude. laughs> little hydroponics in the tub, tech.
1: <laughs> Fuckers! God damn it! My thing is, I'm like three times in one month, man. It's like it's not gonna. This ain't gonna get any call, better anytime.
0: Call, be, call him, up, and be like, "Do you know who you're cutting power to? Do you know who the <laughs> fuck you're cutting power to, bro?
1: I, again, I, I Ye- did that last time. Not not that. Not that. <laughs> but I just was like, I let him have it, man. I was just like, what the fuck? Because it was two, two times it happened one day, and then it happened again the next day. The next day it was for like eight hours.
0: I got hundred and twenty motherfucking clones in here in my tub, bitch. <laughs> half the cannabis community is going to lose their genetics if you don't
1: get <laughs> oh. well let's let's yeah,
0: but, before you go let's talk about your stuff yeah. man what let's talk about what you're doing what your stuff is like what's going on right now what's well,
1: i've got a couple of things in the tester uh you know and then um i just released the mb232 or released the camp the like that Chemold kush mm-hmm. uh, i still got packs on hand is the thing so like uh we can talk about more stuff. I think it's a little bit more uh, interesting to maybe talk about the actual market because, um, okay, since we talked last time, yeah, you know, I I wasn't things took another dive. I just they got worse. I didn't. I wasn't expecting them to get this much worse. Okay, as far as uh, uh, just overall enthusiasm and, and and sales in general in the market.
0: This seems like it's
1: calmed a lot. <laughs> I'm only seeing like two three breeders who are doing drops like con- con- consecutively or consistently
0: I know I know <laughs> And I don't see anybody jumping on it
1: apparently they probably are but then like you know like today there's if you buy one get two free for those <laughs> <pit. laughs> it's like fuck oh. yeah like where's the my thing at this point it's like where's the, the bottom
0: I don't know where are the people going?
1: I guess that's another thing. Are people making, I guess, are they making their own seeds, Are people giving them away, I think, now? I think that's what it is.
0: Uh, and I think that more, we've, it sounds odd, but more now than ever, we have entry-level people coming into the game. Like, if you really want to lose faith in humanity, go look at the Facebook groups for Cannabis. It's amazing the amount right. of entry level people coming are, into.
1: Are the, things so bottlenecked now that anybody can get into this and basically create what I'm creating?
0: I, I, I would no, no, I no, I I wouldn't say that. I'm I'm saying more like there's so many <clears throat> uneducated, uh, and I don't want to use any more bad words than that, but just real. Low level thinking people coming in, uh, that I think that there's a lot of what you just said, a lot of beans being passed back and forth, just a lot of crap. And I don't, a lot of beginners don't realize that how important genetics are. I mean, that's,
1: I think that the signal to noise is extremely high.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you look at these Maybe. groups, I mean, people are just slanging just shit beans just and i don't even mean for money i mean like you said just passing beans and trading beans and this and that. that and it's all just this hodgepodge of garbage i spend more time trying to source quality genetics you know than i would imagine it seems like most people like i take that shit seriously like serious. Cause they, I don't like to spend three months indoors at minimum or, you know, nine months outdoors to grow mids, man. Right. I just don't like, <laughs> I, well,
1: I think that that is a lot of that. I'm willing to say it. I think that, that the other, what I said initially is another big part of it. I think that it, it's so easy to recreate everything that's on a market right now that between that and the signal to noise that
0: Well, it's diluted though. It's like all these, these half-assed genetics are so diluted at this point. Like there is no work. Well, the work that's being done is that's where the genetics are good at, but like there's so much stuff being tossed around between these just don't go look at the groups man it's it's disgustingly horrible i don't i don't do that it's so yeah. bad like the people some of the information they share i'm just like oh my god
1: oh my god you know i i do have i still do i do still have you know the collaborations i do with dj which can't it does help set me aside i'm not worried about my ship sinking and, and uh and the sea redundancy in that regard but i do think that it's uh, important uh, for the sake of conversation to acknowledge that that uh, between the signal to noise and the redundancy, I think those two issues are really what has tanked the market, and I don't think that um, we're going to get out of that until those two things are are, are parsed out uh, and exhausted. And it, it, go ahead. It could take it could take a while, but I think that you know um, that that might be the direct direction here is that we all just stop producing seeds for a couple of years
0: well and and two things, man first of all, people are liars. all these quote unquote high-end breeders I've found honestly 50 60 percent of them are not doing the work. they're still they're just they're doing shit work and putting it out as fast as possible um the work's just not being done and and I'll tell you I'm not a breeder, but I've attempted pheno hunts. And I've attempted that work and I I've spent in one line of just me and my buddy that we have worked on. We've worked on it for three or four years now. And granted, we've only went through a few hundred beans. But man, it's been brutal to find a good one. That's a lot of work, man. That's a lot of work. And that's a lot of gamble too. think of that. You know, who knows when you run into the one of that cross that you need down the line.
1: Uh, fuck. You know what's weird about this is that, like, on my, this takes, this power takes out my entire block. And so I live in a, uh, on a hill in, in a commercial zone and a shopping center. So the shopping center down here has no electricity. The two streetlights, I'm sitting here watching with no electricity. It's like a four way stop. I'm surprised there's been no car accidents. through all this. But it's just, I'm amazed that they can, electric companies can just put people through this level of inconvenience. There's a thousand people. It's two thousand people. You know, electricity.
0: Can you tell them that you're a business that you rely on the?
1: Oh um, no, you know. I mean, the there's a shopping center down there, like restaurants and shit. No electricity. Like they, the restaurants have to close. Like I last time I went down there to get Indian food because I can't cook, and they're like, "Sorry, we don't have electricity. We're closed." But now, I mean. Oh, there's sirens sirens but it's just for me i'm just like uh, without knowing the actual cause it's hard to not be paranoid and think that the it's an infrastructure thing and if it's that like that doesn't get any better from here on out like have you had your power go out at all
0: yeah i was just going to say we have a power station one of those relay stations or whatever right down the street and um what's funny is that for whatever reason this last year they started having like these birds like geese that were flying in right and they'd land on the thing and it would short out like i don't know 15 blocks over
1: here starting last year
0: yeah and so like over the winter the power went out i don't know five or six times and Yeah, like it was because the birds kept landing on the freaking. So, I know, so now have they never never been
1: birds before. That's the. the
0: I don't know. I don't know. That was the thing. It was weird, but they ended up putting like these yellow boots around the, um, wherever they were landing, like these like
1: um, like look. You like, have Pacific, You have Pacific power. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Pacific Power, yeah. yeah. Well, but, you know, uh, the, that electric company in California got sued for that the fire last year the year before. I don't know if you heard about that. Um, no, I didn't. Huge fire. It the a huge fire. They got sued. I don't know what the settlement of it, but I'm assuming it was, you know, they were found liable and probably millions and millions of dollars. And my assumption is, is that, you know, these Fucking private companies—they're freaking the fuck out because their infrastructure is failing. They're held to a, a standard of liability that they can't maintain. So there's birds on the line. <laughs>
0: I don't. I don't know. It sounded kind of weird to me. But
1: they—they they told me. They told me that underground—it's an underground wire. The thing is, is they've already replaced it two times. Supposedly, this is going to be the third time it's failed.
0: Seems scary to me
1: scary even if they're telling the truth I'm just like okay so then you hire you're, you're incompetent people or
0: I don't know that's a lot of voltage to be fucking with man
1: <laughs> oh that's right you're an electrician
0: well I've got a degree uh, <laughs> I don't know if I I don't know if I'm anything really <laughs> well you
1: understand that Yeah, right? I do. The more than I do I mean three times in it, two week period and if it's the same line that keeps busting or like what the fuck
0: yeah I don't know it I don't know all the potential problems that could happen but it sounds like that it's something that probably needs an overhaul and they're not willing to put in the money to do it
1: they said they did I called them they said that they replaced the line they had to dig it up yeah. And, they, and they replaced it and then and then the next day it failed again now it's failed once more oh man I, I luckily <laughs> half of these are rooted I could plant them and what I've already decided is that didn't root I just have to retake them because you worry about embolism or whatever so
0: that's what I will be doing so how anyway. do you how do you aerate your tub
1: holy shit yeah, that's crazy looking. Out. Uh, it's, uh, it's a, an easy corner. So it's got the
0: pump there. Yeah, no, I was just playing. Those things work great, man.
1: Yeah, they do. <clears throat> well, man, it was a good shot. Uh, anything okay.
0: else? Or? No, no, man, I'm good. Thanks for uh, sitting down again. I appreciate it. Yeah, buddy. I really do. I appreciate your, uh, your, uh, feedback on everything and and i appreciate your work i appreciate your gifts i um this next year is um i'm going back to photos oh
1: yeah maybe i'll be trying some fems next year some what feminized working on now
0: oh yeah yeah that is something i've been interested in too right now i've got two photo feminized going I've got a Gelato 41 and a Cheetah Piss. And I've never fucked with Femmes before, but they're growing like crazy. Um, that's my only two photos I got, though. That's it. That's my, that's my outdoor grow. <laughs> all the autos are down and curing. So all four ounces of it. <laughs>
1: I'm I'll joking. Enjoy it.
0: Enjoy it. All right, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time, brother. Are you going to stay in touch? You too. you too, Craig. We'll talk soon, bud.